Welcome to Beer and a Movie, the podcast where we combine two of the greatest art forms known to humanity, beer and movies, sometimes achieving outstanding pairings and other times giving ourselves the opportunity to wash the terrible taste of failure from our mouths. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Dave Gurney. I'm here with Joe Hilliard. We're here together every week. Um, we, we love talking movies. We we love sipping and discussing beer. And we always like to bring somebody here with us who can do those things too. And we've brought somebody who I think has a great background for today's films, but also a great personality to be part of the mix here on the on the podcast that's meredith melville welcome to the podcast hello and thank you meredith is a colleague uh, <laughs> a fellow professor mm. at uh, our, our local university and uh, she is in the theater area an improviser by training and by many years of experience and i'm writing that down for after hours fr- from from a place that i hold near and dear at least some of your training chicago uh, mm-hmm. where i spent a few years back in the 2000s Mm, yes, I was there about 10 years. It was fun. I got into lots of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you do when you're in a big city and yeah, you're in a your young 20s. person. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So, mean, well, job well done. Yeah, <laughs> Mission thank accomplished. You. Thank you. Yeah. David, before we get started, I'd like to report that I have had no beers prior to the episode. Ooh. And I'm going to sip conservatively today because last week's performance by me was off the chain toward the end there. And uh, I'm not going to repeat that. I think I was a little off to a little off to the races, I should say. We had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I did mention after hours. I just want to say that too. After hours is our Patreon subscriber uh, platform, and we'd love to have you there. Uh, just patreon.com slash beer and a movie podcast. Come check it out. Yeah. Meredith will be hanging out for a little while longer, and we'll talk there about things that we don't talk about on the episode, which I'm eager to talk about. But before we get to any film, Joe, I know you're going to want to share some beer with us. Okay, so the beer pairing to the movies is rough, okay? But here's how I'm going to do it. We are going to be discussing two films by the same director and the same star. Right. So we're going to drink two beers from the same brewery. One of our favorite breweries, uh, Garden Path Fermentation out of Washington. We've I'll look up how many times we've had them here in just a minute, but they may be hitting five timers today since we're doing two from them. The first we're going to do is the easygoing drink. This is a Skagatonian grisette. Now, that's a lot of words, David. <laughs> a lot of multisyllabic words. A grisette is a variety of beer originating from the mining regions along the border of France and Belgium. It's a close relative to other farmhouse ales like Sissons, uh, although unlike Sissons, which were prevalent among agricultural workers, Grisettes were consumed primarily by miners in the region. Joe, this is some of the... You're giving us some deep, deep knowledge here. I love this. Okay. Thank you. Let me do this instead. David, what's a grisette? Did you know? I would not have made that distinction. No, I would have said it's like a, it's a variety of like a farmhouse ale that comes out of Europe. But you're, you're giving us some really deep roots there. That's amazing that it was more associated. Either way... It's a lighter style so that you can drink it while you're working, right? No, no, right? I mean, this is this is like the field Labor hands day. drinking, but here you have uh, yeah. the miners going down and they're having their lunch, I guess. Yeah. We are recording on Labor Day. Good point. So right. it's a three just, point. What a great time. Three point eight percent. This is definitely sessionable. You could drink this all day long. Yeah. And so Garden Path, as Joe has mentioned, I mean, big, big favorites on the podcast in part because they have their roots here in Texas or part of their roots here in Texas with Jester King just outside Austin. Amber uh, and her uh, partner, Ron Extract, they uh, had started there in the beer game, although Ron was kind of in distribution even before that, um, moved up to Washington State, do their own thing. Always love the 
crazy sort yeah. of but beautiful beers that they come up with. And this easygoing drink puts them into the five timers club. Oh, is that right? Movie. Yeah. Wow, I would have thought they would have five times. Well, I love it. That's wonderful to to have achieved that. Now, is this an easygoing film? <laughs> I will say it's our first time back in the theater in two weeks after not really being interested in anything that was coming out and doing some retrospective episodes the last couple of weeks, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> Absolutely true. Um, it, it, August is often kind of a dry time for, for movies right mm-hmm. into September because you haven't had the horror stuff pick up right, for Halloween. Right, about to drop. Yeah. There, we the, have, there was one that dropped early. Um, talk to me. It was the Disney one. The haunted, oh, haunted, haunted mansion. mansion. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that and I was gonna go see it and never made it. But neither um, did I. But that one dropped a little earlier right. than like you're right, the traditional kind of horror esque. Yeah. That was more of a family movie, I think. Yeah. So it, all with, horror with, October planning is coming together. We'll talk about that in after yeah. hours too. Yeah, that, it's always exciting to pick those movies. But but we often get to this time of year and we kind of find ourselves thinking, okay, what have we? Wanted to do that we never did. We had the passing of William Friedkin. We had uh, the passing of Paul Rubin. So we we wanted to do mm-hmm. some of their films. So that was a, a convenient opportunity. But I was really excited when I saw the trailer for this film months back. It really popped out at me. This The film we're talking about today is Bottoms. It is a 2023 uh, American teen sex comedy, I think is a, is yeah. a good way. But there, there's we'll get into what, what maybe it's doing there. But certainly that's a genre that it's very much playing around with through throughout most of its running time. It uh, is directed and co-written by Emma Seligman and her co-writer and one of the star performers in the film Rachel Sennett is in it as well uh, along with Io Edebury I think am I getting that name correct Edebury Edebury mm-hmm. who has been burning it up lately with her role on the, the bear, bear. <laughs> great great series which so good. we've talked about here on the podcast before but but also this summer with doing the voice of April O'Neil in uh, Mutant Mayhem, the mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, which was actually pretty cool. We yeah. did that one a few weeks back. We both like that. She's in the Theater Camp movie, which is getting good reviews, but is not playing on screens here. So mm-hmm. that's one that uh, I, I think. Anyway, so she seems to be having a banner year. Teen sex comedy to um, breaking out star leads, I would say. Senate has been in a few. I saw her first in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing that I really saw her in. We'll talk in the second half of the episode. You've already said we're doing the same director. We're going to do the film that she and Seligman did together before this, Ship a Baby, um, in the second half. But here, um, doing more of a full-on comedy, um, an uproarious one where you have the two lead characters as kind of outsiders wanting to score in their senior year. Score, of course, they are both um, lesbians and they want to get cheerleaders on the cheerleading squad. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm with you so typical far. teen comedy setup, but reversing the uh, sexuality and gender of the typical predators that you'd have at the core of those. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, it's that's, that's it's what true. it is. So already kind of flipped, but then going through a lot of the same kind of beats in terms of them uh, pulling together a ragtag group of allies who then uh, maybe they reveal things that, you know, sort of create obstacles for them along the way they grow do they change? We're going to find out. Okay. that That's kind of the film that we're seeing. You didn't say there. Fight Club. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I think there's a big element of Fight Club. Absolutely. So, th- so the big <laughs> the big way that they bring people together is that they uh, pitch to the principle that they are doing a self-defense club in order to justify a little bit of aggressive action they took towards the high school quarterback. 
in doing so, they create a sort of fight club where they bring in all the other girls of the school. And, they, and it, at times frame it as a very much feminist, uh, female empowerment, community mm-hmm. building squad, um, and other times ver- to each other very nakedly as <laughs> their, their manipulative attempt to be able to get into the pants of these, you know, cheerleaders. And you didn't mention uh, Marshawn Lynch <laughs> as the as the advisor. No, there's riches oh, here beyond great. a basic was, summary. Yeah, there's we no had to way look that up after we watched it. I took my wife that to was? Alamo and, and, I, and she knew, and I didn't. Okay. And I had to look it up. Okay, but, so we're not sports. It's beer and a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not football. But I had heard. I had heard of the. Really I had heard from soccer. <laughs> I had heard of the. Uh, I'm only doing this press right. conference to right. avoid getting a fine. He he's the football player who did that because the. NFL was like, you can't just leave the field. You got to stay around for at least whatever, 15 minutes. So, so okay, the whole time I will answer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fulfilling the contract ab- obligation. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I brought that up and I would have told the same story as uh, sometimes a sports figure transcends, out, transcends yeah. and that's exactly what I knew him for as well. Right. Did you get now you said you went to Alamo. Did you go to Alamo? Did I you did. see the pre-show where yes. the, there was a little bit of uh, some of the TV appearances that Lynch had had like with Conan O'Brien and yes, I saw funny presence. I yeah. mean, I, th- that prepared me for it, but I would not have known if I had just seen it cold. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's our first time to the theater in two weeks and I'm glad we went. I laughed out loud a lot <laughs> during this movie. Let's start there. It's funny. I had not seen Shiva Baby, the this team's previous effect, yeah. to know what to expect. I was just went in on the strength of the trailer. The trailer looked fine. Alamo Draft House, yeah. Alamo Draft House oh. presents kind of sells me a little something that I'm interested in. Yeah, I just saw it on the Alamo uh, email. Yeah. They were like, yeah. "Come see Bottoms," and I was like, "Well, that looks gay." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Well, that, and it well, was. Well, so. well, that that will get you there. I mean, oh yeah. Okay, so if it's Queer, gay, related material that's going to get you to the theater in a way that you don't maybe care about this or that other thing. Exactly. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, because I, I say know that, it's going to be and like. And I do generally, but I didn't get, I didn't make it to see Bros in theaters when it came out. I didn't either. I didn't either. And it's Did on y'all end up seeing it? Not no, yet. I'm streaming, but oh, not. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, I haven't seen that either. And it was I'm funny, but it's, it's a more traditional oh, okay. romantic comedy, at least. Because males are the leads? Well, <laughs> good point. Well, no, uh, for real, though, I mean, because I've been having a lot of talks with friends lately about, and we've had these same talks yeah. here, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. The ones I grew up on are a little icky when you watch them. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah. And I, I've always loved those because they are coming of age films. Stand by me. I mean, I, I've got a long mm-hmm. list of mm-hmm. it. If you're a young person dealing with something and there's a transitional pivot moment for you in a film, I bet I'm going to like it. It just speaks to me for reasons unknown. And there will be a day when my high school daughter graduates from high school and I am completely out of touch with (laughs) what high schoolers are thinking. But you guys as professors or in the academic world always have one foot in that college experience, which is just, you know, maybe as little as one year away from someone's high school experience. I'm wondering what you guys thought of the that the pi- sense of humor. That, the, the, no, well, the pivot here, the pivot. Oh, the, the, the lesbian leads, yeah. the romantic uh, pursuits being lesbian. Uh, yeah, and get, we can all totally get into the sense of humor because this movie makes an unhinged, uh, creates I, an unhinged world. I'll, I'll, yes, I'll show my cards. Show me. I, I, I love this film. I, did too. I, I really laughed my ass off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was. 
as near to that kind of like contagious, I can't stop laughing, kind of like joke after joke after joke humor as I've had in a while in the theater. And we've been seeing a lot of like raunchy comedies yeah. lately. Strays. Joyride. Uh, Joyride. Uh, no Hard Feelings. Yeah. Joyride. Yeah. yeah, Joyride was excellent. But it... But it's it's fun to see these movies that like the, <laughs> people are like we can make up we can make up funny stuff and we can pack the shit out of this film and do it and so and I feel like it had that kind of energy to it and I loved seeing that and that they were able to pull it off and the the amazing thing I think in what you're highlighting Joe and the kind of switch it feels very natural and it's never. I thought it was executed beautifully and in, in terms of it, it's definitely remarked upon and it's a, a discussion point, but it's also it's just a fact it feels natural enough and dealt with enough mm -hmm. in both the comedy and the seriousness that it, it all felt very balanced I do don't you know. mean the the lesbianness or just the feel of the movie i think the way that that yes their lesbianness is at both at the center of the movie but not necessarily doing any and i think what it does in an amazing way and it does it by making them debaucherous and terrible characters sort of is like Oh, lesbians are just as capable of being terrible people yes. as heterosexual men. That part is very true. Yes. <laughs> but also the exposition at the beginning of the film, which I think is them at a carnival. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Is, is this the two friends talking? It's very natural dialogue. Yeah. And you learn without a lot of exposition nailing you over the head that we are gay we want these two girls. Oh, yes. kind after these oh, oh, oh there they are. Yeah. Uh, awkward interaction between the four of us. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. then, and then let's <laughs> very yeah, intense they, awkward. They did yeah. the, the exposition rather well. Um, I will say it took me a little while to get into like the young people banter. Okay. Because that for me was is not natural. I don't speak that way. No. Um, but does it ring true at all to you? On the you, first day like, of class, you, you're not on fleeking and... Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can identify it, but I had to like get in the headspace. Yeah. And I think I had to get in the headspace for the whole movie because yeah. you nailed it when you said it creates its own world. Yeah. It, it, from there, which you think it's going to be like, I thought, kind of realistic, it takes a whole nother turn and isn't realistic at all in my mind. No. Well, the depiction, I mean, the the the, the men in the film, the, yeah. the football yeah. players. So, like with a lot of teen comedies, there's almost no adults. There is the principal. We get yeah. that. There's the teacher, Marshawn Lynch, yes. plays. Um, the mother, the debaucherous mother, who yes. uh, the divorced mother, who, who's who's. Are we allowed to do spoilers? We're, we're very. Spoiler yeah, we do spoilers. Okay. Well, spoiler alert: she's screwing the QB. <laughs> right, but but the QB and his teammates are these very like hypersensitive. Yes. Um, outwardly masculine, like their bodies are very masculine. Yes. It's important that they're big and strong. They talk about their strength and how big they are, yeah. but they are very sensitive and yeah. they are very reactionary and if anybody says anything or even try or even seems to take attention away from them, yeah. they see it as a well, threat. It's, it's this world that we are used to in teen movies for since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. The football team. Football team the are the top of the food correct. chain. The cheerleaders yeah. and the football team are way up here and the misfits are the ones that we're typically rooting for. Super <laughs> bad book and smart. you're right we're totally keep, rooting from for them from sure. the beginning and keep, yeah keep and, it, and I mean, they did a good job of that yeah sorry I didn't no no no, no no uh and so they wear their uniforms to school every day and mm -hmm. it's never commented on it's just the reality of this situation mm -hmm. the um there are i wanted i did i wanted to see it twice before i we talked about it because 
in the background on posters at school. Are those pictures of his dick? Well, it's just, there is stuff everywhere. <laughs> Am I the only one that noticed No, that? I noticed it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But, but, but in addition to the dick pics, <laughs> yeah. there is a phrase that like, uh, uh, you know. Uh, what, Sorry, sp- I didn't ask about content. I just kind of assumed no, it was you okay. Get, the, like, no, Meredith, I've already swore. You, oh, you, okay, I okay. said ass. I, I was like, yeah, I, can, yeah. I can tone it back if Listeners, I wasn't supposed to say I dick. Had, I had three Welcome. too many last week, and I couldn't stop cursing. <laughs> And okay, I good. edited that thing, and I hated myself. Oh, no. So, well, that's what I thought. I don't want you to have to, like, beep, beep, beep every no, time I open my mouth. We don't beep. Um, okay. We, we put the E on it. Got it. So gotcha. that you know that your children shouldn't listen to this filth. Oh, God. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was, that was not it's actually funny. kind of a wholesome film, but we can get around it. Right. Okay. So, what was I saying? Oh, oh uh, the film is chock-filled with gags, is my point. Yes. Uh, from the spirit signs up yes. on the on the wall, uh, everywhere, to, um, I mentioned the football players Marshall, wearing the uniform. The, his, his magazine. He's always yes, reading he's porno. Dirty, and he's got a dirty magazine in oh every, every, almost every scene yeah. he's in. <laughs> I like a filthy movie that's executed well. Yes. I, I don't mind R-rated content at all. I, uh-huh. I, I welcome it. This film, <laughs> this film executes all yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dirty. Yeah. But it's the way high schoolers probably talk. And that some, never it's bothers a heightened me. thing. And, and, totally. And I think that's the part I had to get used to. It's yeah. a little heightened. Oh, yeah. Um, which is fine. It's absurd. Like, it's like yeah, farce. It's, they're it's, like it's, bizarre, really smart high school, cool kids that aren't really cool. Yeah. But they're, they're going to talk like... Yeah, all the all the cool kids talk. Right, if that makes sense. Yes, they, yeah. take, they take one break that I remember from just nonstop gags and funny, mm-hmm. and that's when I guess I, we should say the two leads that concoct this plan of creating the Fight Club do mask it with the school under this female solidarity right. empowerment thing. But they're two of the most selfish people we've ever met. Oh, yeah. So it's creating a nice little conflict, and, and for them to get discovered, and then get you know how those high school movies all work, but. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you have the setup there and them coming to that sort of emotional climax Correct. where their friendship is kind of on the line where one feels the other should take the heat for the crumbling of the club and the other yeah. one's like, well, it's all my fault. They can't, you know, they're assigning blame to each other. It's a well, classic um, friendship dissolution. One of them tells the other, you, we haven't done the thing we need to do where we get to know one another. They have a circle group in, yeah. in their group. And that's when it just drops a little bit it's there's still jokes in it, but every single girl talks about trauma that she's been yeah. through. Yeah, mm-hmm. which led well, it to, which starts le- out. I mean that that first the opening of that group scene is her asking all the girls who's been raped, mm-hmm. and I mean that's everyone puts their hand up. This is the first well, rape joke think, in a film that I I've seen in, in a long time. That way, yeah. it, you're right. It does kind of pivot in a way to reality because every woman. Goes, yeah. Yeah. Of and, course. And all the other. When were you treated improperly? When did someone. Yeah. When yeah. did somebody make stare at you? When, when did, did somebody did... slap you on the ass at work? When right. did somebody, you Does know. David, cat David call doesn't you? do that. No, thank God. No. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Um, I try to be professional at all times. It's true. But, but you know, so all of a sudden, all the women in in the theater kind of look up and look at each other and look back at the screen like oh man they just had had a zinger right because for us that part does ring true Mm -hmm. right yeah it is something that we never talk about that openly that every woman goes guys don't think about walking down a dark alley at night and having their keys uh, available to scratch somebody with every woman in there would turn her keys without thinking about it for a second Mm mm-hmm 
walking down a dark alley. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gave my daughter that reminder yeah. yesterday. We were at a thing that we'll talk about after hours last night downtown. Ends late. You're leaving. Okay, you're in a group. Okay, good. Otherwise, I'm walking you to your car. And if that's, right. yeah, that's patriarchal kind of- nonsense, it, it, I guess it literally is because I am her father. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I, hey, by the way, as you about to move into college, always keep these things in mind. Yeah. This, yeah. No, that's weird, community looking out for itself. Weird, crazy yeah. world that we live in. Yeah. It is. That doesn't, you're, you're right, Meredith, doesn't get talked about. Yeah, Mm-mm. sometimes. Yeah. And, and they think, talk about it here. And then, of course, it And they it talk descends. about it so brashly. Yeah. They're kind of, it's almost I was, that one, You're like, whoa. That one and the suicide joke, which is kind of a throwaway yeah. with, with Marshawn Lynch when they're first asking him, approaching him about it. And he's saying like, oh, you know, they're, they're like, oh, hey, mister. I can't remember the character's name. But yeah. and he says, oh, hey, thanks for being in class today. And like, well, we have to be in class. And he's like, well, yeah, I wish everybody had that attitude. Marcus doesn't have that attitude. I haven't seen him since the first week. He's like, yeah, he committed suicide the first week. He's like, yeah, right. You know, it's a, just like this throwaway mm-hmm. where it was i don't know it, it it shocked me in the sense that you rarely see things weave that in now i think i think the the um the way that they mobilized rape for the joke that you have in that joke in quotes like mm-hmm. was actually like a really powerful kind of moment mm-hmm. the suicide one i don't know if i was deeply grounded in but it's still kind of an interesting character defining moment for that Marshawn Lynch teacher mm-hmm. character. Mr. G. Mr. G, thank That's you. It. Yes. Uh, what about the bomb gag? <laughs> oh, that kind of, kind of comes back oh again and God. again and yeah. again. One of the girls in the fight club. Hazel. Hazel, yeah, who Hazel. I just kind of felt was, was she was a, fantastic. Okay, that actress is also in Willow. Oh, big heart. I didn't know. Okay, heart. I was going to say, I hope she's working because yeah, she, she was is. fantastic. She, she's fantastic. So uh, upon second view, I, like Joe, decided I wanted to see it a second time. Oh. I also decided I wanted Adela to come because I thought she would like it. So Did two, she? Yes, okay. she loved it. Sorry, yeah. I had to ask. No, she, she loved it. So the two of us went to see it on Friday afternoon and – Hazel was the character that, like, upon second viewing, I was like, oh, this is really kind of the heart of the film. And if she wasn't there, I don't know that this I would be able to forgive them because that they ultimately make well, things right with yeah. Hazel. She becomes them. a foil for us, right? When <laughs> yeah. she forgives them, we kind of forgive them yes, in a way. Exactly. Which is kind of a beautiful moment. And I won't ruin it. See the, see the movie. It's, yeah. it's very it's interesting. A, but there you go. It has more heart. Mm-hmm. But the first 15 minutes to a half hour of this, I was like, oh, this is going to get crazy, yeah. weird. Like by the end of this thing, it's going to be testing my limits of how far I think. But yeah. it actually kind of, it does get Really extreme. We, I guess, let's talk about the fight scene sure. on on the football. Oh my field. god, that might have been my favorite part. <laughs> Before we do the slow motion with, with the music, the score for this film, by the way, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> this is the sound and, and the soundtrack. Yeah, we, yeah, we heard the snort. Yeah. Here, here, have, have another sip of this beer. <laughs> I know, right? But keep no, it, that keep it coming. the the bloodiness mm-hmm. and the level. I mean, they kill these players. Oh, yeah. yeah, with swords, and, and yeah. they even say <laughs> it. They kicks. go, "I think, I think you killed that yeah. guy." And oh, she goes, no. "And this one, and that one, and this one." And we'll I think process that one's all this dead. later. Yeah, and it's like, and there's no sense of like the cops coming or anything like that, which kind of reminds you again that we're in this different yes, world right yes. this world where they just killed a bunch of footballers and they're getting a standing ovation yeah <laughs> there's i mean there's, i don't but, like football I, you know. I would have been standing <laughs> i really do and i and i think we're this will be i'm just going to put put it out there this will be something i'm going to bring up again when we're talking about um shiva baby in the second half sure this is filmmaking with like a real I 
for detail. Like mm. there's just every yes. minute, every frame of this film. Joe was talking about some of that stuff in the background and the mise-en-scene that's just there. That's these kind of visual yes. jokes mm-hmm. that this is a movie that's built for repeat viewing. Yeah. And that is, I mean, it, it aspires to that kind of cult status mm-hmm. that you have with like Mean Girls. And super bad. It's super yeah, bad. Yeah, it's and, really smart in that way for sure. Yeah. Um, and we kept trying in the car afterwards to like relate it to something but it because it taps on so many different things it almost becomes its own thing yeah yes you know? i agree i agree like tone i think and that's where i paused for a minute when i was saying yes this is a teen sex comedy mm-hmm. but it's also kind of a parody of teen sex comedies because yes, we were like it's kind of like american pie but it's not really american it, pie it makes me it makes fun of itself makes me think a little of wet hot american summer yes. how it's both like a teen camp comedy but also a parody yes. of teen camp comedies I think, though, this one, it tips ever so much towards just being a straightforward teen sex comedy that it has a little bit more than say what. But it's it's amazing to see when they just kind of walk that line. And I think they they go outrageous in the moments where I'm glad that they went outrageous. They hold back on some other ones where I think it was the right choice and it just makes the characters more kind of real and, and sort of endearing to me at, at various times. They're very... You know, they're kind of anti-heroes, but they do kind of redeem themselves. And it's kind of nice to see that trajectory. I like these two performers a lot. Both yeah, of I them, do. Senate and uh, Ed, Ed Abiri, or I know I'm saying that name wrong, are just so funny. And they have a good chemistry together. Oh, yeah. They, uh, all, they all went to NYU together. Oh, yes. The two leads and the director. Because I saw an interview beforehand and they seemed very palsy. Yes, and yeah. I was like, oh, they know each other. Like, yeah. for real. And and um, the one of the clips that they showed before was they had done a few episodes. I don't think Seligman was involved, but uh, Senate and uh, Io. And they did a tel- – it was a show called, like, Io and Rachel are single mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that that they did a few episodes for on Comedy Central. Yeah. Looks funny. I bet it's out there maybe on one of the platforms. It did not. Perf- it's performing right now. This is the opening weekend. We Poorly. Had, we had a chance to see a sneak preview. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have, it looks like, a $3.7 million for the four-day with Equalizer 3 being the big one okay. this weekend. And I fear, I don't fear, I, this movie will find its audience. I just mm-hmm. don't fear, I fear that it will find it in... Not in the well, theater. Well, I feel like this is yeah, one that hopefully you will should have some this. of that word of mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like most of the young people who see this film are going to be excited about it and want to tell their friends about having seen it. Uh, I'm going to be telling people, like, yeah, if you're looking for a, a funny, uh, uproarious, uh, but with a point kind of comedy. Looking, looking through my notes, the costume design of the popular and the unpopular I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Our two lesbian leads are always wearing the rugby lunches, shirts. The lunches that yeah. they get. Did you notice that, uh, um, what's his name? The, the Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets a steak uh, on his lunch tray. I did and not notice I believe that. Hazel gets like tuna noodle casserole, mm-hmm. like glop oh under God. her plate. Yeah, I mean, it's all very That's much funny. the hierarchy. Is well, it, it's a, it's a lesson on running time. It's short. It's compact. It's tight. I appreciated and it that. never loses its voice yeah. the entire time even when it t- tries to dip into sentimentality you know they're doing it almost for comedic effect i liked bottoms very much some great yeah. feminism jokes in there too oh, like yeah. The, yeah. Be- bell hooks gets a gets a call like how many movies have a bell hooks joke? this is the only movie i think that has a bell hooks joke <laughs> probably yeah i thought it was i thought it was great and my favorite part was probably the ending i thought there it kind of figured out what the tempo was yeah and like nailed everything yeah 
both visually and of course you were right the sound effect is sounds of sounds and effects are great yeah um but all the death and all that i just <laughs> thought was a great ender to a film that you're right kind of walks the line between teen sex comedy and and something else yeah. that is a little deeper mm-hmm. <laughs> and and wilder too uh, yeah it it i yeah that that final fight scene is just something but i i, I also appreciated that they never felt the need to like go to the old coming out tropes like no, they how don't. did you come right, out how right. did you go out well how did oh why are you a lesbian and the, the girls they were in that never came up it was never like yeah. one the the only time it happened is when um oh the Rachel one girl kisses did, the girl and, and she, she says said, oh oh i'm i'm straight and she's like oh okay yeah and it was like so not a big deal and i just really yeah. appreciated so she's that. not gonna get her girl Right. But uh, the other lead. But the other girl did. Does. And I thought it was great. It I, never I, it, came up that whether and it was well she done was, and tastefully yeah. done. And if we're going to show this to audiences that may not quite be ready for this, we're not going to do it. In and some, they didn't make yeah. fun. I loved that they didn't make fun of the sex. There was no, no. weird, right. roady sex no, it was scene. Very, right. It was, it was mean, very tasteful. Yeah. It was very underplayed, if you will. But then when it needed to be like the love moment where she gets the girl, yeah. we have the big raunchy kiss not raunchy but <laughs> yeah pretty kiss i guess pretty yeah. kiss that where she gets the girl uh, emphatic kiss. yeah there we go Real, An emphatic gusto. Kiss, the gusto <laughs> she gets the girl but it never comes up like is she isn't she it's yeah. just she kisses her and then they're a thing mm-hmm. yeah and i just thought that was so nice because yeah. i don't know how many gay movies you've seen but a lot of them kind of fell into that like whole having to have yeah having to justify out, yeah. it just top three gay movies coming up in <gasps> after hours oh, that's a way to put somebody on the spot yeah that's a toughie yeah i i i, lo- I love this movie i just yeah, it, was good. It, it was it was a lot of fun it had just again like i think the opening song the the credit like the music really fit the movie perfectly it had this kind of like real rocking like edgy hyper pop kind of aspect to i just loved it It, yeah anyway it was good if you want to laugh go see this movie you're going to enjoy it it's funny i think i know the answer to this question david what i'm asking it to you and that is did you love this beer i know you're a garden path guy meredith this probably might be your first trip to garden path this is my first trip out of washington uh it's their farmhouse ale is what they're kind of known for a lot like jester king here in in austin austin in texas (sighs) 3.8 I love a good, flavorful beer that's also bringing that flavor without hitting me uh, over the head with alcohol. This is really light, but it's very refreshing. Um, It's sour, yes. I'm getting like a lot of uh, citrusy, like lemony. Yeah, I was going to say it's very lemony. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's like it's almost like a spritzer kind of uh, Mm -hmm. lemonade almost. That you can get this in cans down here these days. What, what a uh, an embarrassment of riches we have available to us. Uh, wh- or where did you get this? I in got Houston? this in Houston. Okay, mm. but still, that's close. We we can get down here in Texas. Um, that's pretty exciting. I just I guess I have to drink a few more grisettes to understand what that how that is different than say a saison or a farmhouse ale because there's nothing notably different here between or even a nice gosa uh, if it's maybe got, it has to do with the starting malt but I don't know yeah. honestly I mean just other than the serving different audiences. Well, Wikipedia does not answer this question. <laughs> that's where I went. That's all right. I'll I'll, I'll look in. Uh, but yeah, I could I could see that being a good lawnmower beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people are just notice hours and I get it. Like, you know, I have um, my good friend, David uh, Richie, he, he will not uh, tolerate uh, too much of a sour. So I, mm. I could definitely see if that's not your thing. 
But if you're if you're good with it, this is a real nice, light, easy one, um, easy to throw back, delicious, well, and something that's fun to use when you're having a conversation about any sort of film. I think. Well, when we're about to have another one from Garden Path and uh, discuss another film by this filmmaking team, and I can't wait. So stay right where you are. This is fun. I, I always have fun talking about movies and, and drinking beer. And Yay. on a day like Labor Day, thank you for doing this on a Labor Day, by the way, Meredith. You're giving sure. up a, a nice yeah. holiday day of rest. Thank I, you. Yeah. Well, I thought this would be fun. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm glad. Rest with friends. I hope that it fulfills your expectations. <laughs> oh, yes. And I hope that this next one from Garden Path fulfills our expectations. I'll read the can. The Wet Hopped Ship. <laughs> Oak Fermented Can Conditioned. Fresh hopped Saison. On August 4th, Garden Path posted this on Facebook. Please welcome the fourth edition of the wet, wet hop shipped. Back in September, so this would have been September 2022, we hung out with our friends at Hop Scat, which is a hop uh, distributor producer, and hand harvested fresh Pearl, Willamette, and Mount Rainier hops, which went into our cool ship. Mm. What's that? Cool ship is the large, like, flatter vessel that would be open that you would leave a wart to cool and allowing, like, sort of natural yeast in the air to settle on it. Well, they put all of those hops into that cool ship with hot wart overnight yeah. and then fermented it in an open fooder, which we know what that is by now. B big wooden barrel. Big wooden barrel with our house yeast culture. After extended barrel aging, the beer was packaged in May of this year and is ready so for you right now. Mm. So this is a multi-month project. Uh, wet hop shipped. It's a oak fermented can conditioned Ooh, saison. You know, it sounds like a tongue twister. Red hot. <laughs> well, they, shipped, so their their beer names. Their beer names <laughs> are the the brewery is called Garden Path, and partly why they call it that is because the idea of a Garden Path sentence is that it's like a string of words that you can read one way and it can make a sentence, oh. and then you can read another way and it can make like either a statement or a totally different sentence. Wow, so, I didn't know like, that. The easygoing drink that we had before, like, could be like if we're talking about people who are easygoing like hey the easygoing drink or maybe we're talking about this beer is the easygoing drink you know got it this one like the a wet double entendre that has nothing to do with a got it yeah <laughs> they're, they're linguists they, they're, I, they're, they're, i'm they're digging like it petty people I'm yeah um well i'm excited to drink and joe you'll get to like maybe wrestle with this like grisette versus saison thing having i can't one wait right yeah, i can't wait is... i've got my uh singlet on and i'm ready to go <laughs> uh, i can do the movie david or you can do the movie it's up to you um what are you you uh, okay shiva baby was on my list to watch before we did the Bammies for, for 2020. So 2021, you were looking at this? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it, it, it had appeared on a bunch of end-of-the-year right. lists. But then as those end-of-the-year lists begin to solidify and Shiva Baby drops down, 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 and out, it just was on my list. But I never got to see it. <laughs> I'm making faces. <laughs> I'm making faces. Let's push pause. Right. What, is, what is the reaction? <laughs> wow, it's like really sour. Is it This one is a much more sour experience. To me. Oh, it my is. gosh. Am the I nose. Wrong? I haven't even yeah. taken a sip, oh, okay. and already it's like yeah, kind it's of, like, it's almost like vinegar on the nose. Yeah. 
So this too was written and directed by Emma Seligman in their feature di- di- dictatorial, right. directorial debut. Stars Rachel Sennett again as Danielle, a directionless young bisexual Jewish woman who attends a shiva with her parents. And in case you don't know, Shiva is how the Jewish uh, faith will uh, like awake, you know, mm-hmm. like, but it's a seven day thing. And but they're at a party, right? A, a, not a party. A gathering. A gathering to commemorate the life of, uh, of uh, aunts, uncles, aunt? cousin, sister. Or was it a friend of an aunt? Something it, like yeah. that. Somebody who they played br- or used it's to play. It's never really clear br- to me. <laughs> they, at some point they say used to play bridge with your bubby. Uh, right. Oh, when was that? Who are these people? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, prior to the shiva, we see her have a sexual encounter with a man who gives her some money mm-hmm. and, and a we, bracelet. We kind of learn throughout the thing that this a is her sugar bracelet. daddy. Mm-hmm. Now, the sugar daddy lifestyle, I don't, I mean, I know what it is and that it exists, but I, I don't know much about it. At the shiva, the sugar daddy shows up, and then we learn that the sugar daddy is married, and then the wife shows up with their their screaming child, baby, Yeah, and her ex, female, uh, is also at the thing, so now she's wrestling this fake life that she's posted with her sugar daddy, with her very real chaotic life, with the ex, and everyone in the room together, with this thumping baseline that is only there to kind of demonstrate the anxiety that our lead Mm -hmm. is going through and then everything falls apart if you like watching secondhand awkwardness (laughs) which i absolutely abhor oh no you will love this movie if you don't you will be so anxious at the end of this movie that you need a massage oh was it was this an uptight experience yeah this was totally an uptight experience did you get a massage no i should have we tried but but there was a line at the mall and we weren't yeah it was just a hot mess but i think you have to enjoy that like to watch somebody awkwardly going through mishap after mishap after terrible terrible mishap which are all her own fault p.s yeah sure, sure. No, this, like this it's, is it's a, self-destructive a it's a self-destructive character. character and it's a it's kind of a hell of her own making if you will um and i don't think it was poorly although pre- she's being confronted with yeah. something that is almost unimaginable well like that's the, true the, the coincidence but i hear what you're saying yeah. in the in the face of that she's making every wrong decision that's that she true. possibly that's can true. she does yeah she does but, um, while also grabbing at any hope of trying to get some order so the girlfriend uh and her are in the alley at some point and ex, she says an ex the ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. and she says i miss you i miss you yeah. too and they kiss but then that all falls apart because she leaves her phone in the bathroom and the ex and gets to see it. the notifications of the Sugar Daddy app. Which, by the way, if you're on a Sugar Daddy app, don't let the notifications go to your locked phone <laughs> right? screen. Hello? That's just stupid. That is stupid. So I was kind of mad about that because I was like, oh, she dumb. <laughs> and she would have been smarter than that. Right. Think, yeah, this yeah. girl who's it supposed might have been to be a little this bit of a smart kind of. Yeah, it totally was. Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of rolling my eyes at that. But, yeah. And then her phone ends up in the hands of the of the wife, right? Sure. Yes. And she doesn't know whether she's seen it or not. Right. To me, that was like anxiety boosting. Oh, yeah. I was like, I need a Xanax. Oh, that was but intense, the wife had yeah. already seen that the bracelet that the the the, right. sh- yeah. the the Shiva baby had been gifted was one that the husband had also gifted Xanax. to her. So at that point, <laughs> the, the 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 jig is up. Yeah, I right mean, in she the movie, knows. right at the movie. Yes, yeah. there's no way she doesn't know yeah. at that point because the- apparently this bracelet is so expensive and rare and that new. no and college new. Yeah. student 
is ever going to have this bracelet. Right. And and the worst part of part yeah. to me is when her mom keeps asking about it. I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. Oh, my God, I'm breaking out. <laughs> okay, but, tell, okay, hold on. but to me, that's the angst. Okay, I'm more forgiving for the character because <laughs> she was raised in this anxiety induced environment yeah, that yeah. we're I, getting a and glimpse of. I will of. say, the, if you're trying to bolster the anxiety that you're feeling, <laughs> the soundtrack is perfect because oh, yeah. it's like this violin oh, yeah. And your whole body starts to vibrate with like anxiety. It is super tense. I I think in a very claustrophobic movie. I mean, it mostly takes place (laughs) in a single house and these are not big rooms. And so almost everything. But going back to what I said, like this is a filmmaker with a real eye for detail. The way that she frames Almost all of these shots. I mean, like, these shots are very well choreographed in terms of how they're set up, what's going on in the background and the foreground has characters kind of eavesdropping on one another and doing Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I think, beautifully, beautifully done, but incredibly claustrophobic. It intensifies, like you say, the soundtrack along with the content, along with the visuals. It's a very confining movie when they finally in like the last... 10 minutes get out of the oh my house God, and get, get out to the walk. Relief, right? And actually, right, it opens up in a way you're like, But oh. then it's not over. No, it's not. They get into an even then worse. then they get into a car <laughs> the where they've overpatched the, the van. With a screaming with, baby. With oh a screaming God. baby. So just when you thought you were going to get some relief and then what starts again? The screaming baby the being sound. a... Sound. Yeah. <laughs> the sound. The screaming baby being <laughs> another... Okay. What do you take – one thought that I had, I wrote down here, was is – now, this is comedy, but is this also horror? Oh, I this, think it's horror. I think this film has a horror element to it. <laughs> I almost thought it was going to tip over at one point where it was going to start becoming a little bit more like somebody was going to do something even more nefarious. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it stayed right on the edge of uh, – this one is – it's interesting. I'm glad that I saw Bottoms first in a way. I wish I had. If only because – Bottoms is so different. I I don't know. I don't know what I would have thought going into Bottoms. I recommended Shiva Baby to a friend who was going to go see Bottoms. I said, see this first so that you can track the evolution of the careers. Yeah, I think... I'm a big fan of that always. I think that was... I think that made me appreciate Bottoms more Uh because they certainly have come into their own with Bottoms and I think are better storytellers. And you can see the transition, I think, because I'm assuming... Is Shiva Baby her first movie? Yeah, the and directorial they made a, debut. They yeah. made a short of Emma based on the same concept, mm-hmm. and it had played film festivals. And then um. they expanded it very much like a bottle rocket, where they started with a short film and then they expanded. And that was it. Shiva Baby. Yes, and then Shiva they Baby did started Bottoms, and that's not her second work, but that's just a later work of Emma Seligman. Emma Seligman's yeah. second. I oh, think it it's is. Her it is her sophomore yeah. work. Yeah. Well, I think she's grown for sure. Uh, she's the director and writer. Yeah, and writer. I think a co-writer. For bottoms, for bottoms, where uh, yeah. Rachel Sennett helped write that one. Okay, yeah. well, I think she's really talented. Um, yeah. Oh, I can't wait! And I think she's on my list now. Yeah, the details that she brings in are great. If I saw something that ha- said anxiety anywhere in it yeah. with her name, I couldn't watch it because <clears> I got so like. This is fascinating because David and I, uh, we have learned over doing this for over five years, have similar tastes. Uh, we rarely disagree. And when we do, we trump up like the we gin up the the, the fight gotcha, uh, about the gotcha. disagreement. So here we are, without knowing <laughs> David's cards. I'm gonna say I caught this on a Saturday mm-hmm. where I had nothing to do. 
I started it over and watched it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this movie. I like this movie very much, and I would recommend it to anybody. It's a movie that got stomped by the pandemic. Oh, you okay. know, it, it did not get a proper theatrical yeah. release. It had bu- done a lot of buzz on the on the film festival scene prior to, but then you know yeah. nothing. All of a sudden, it's on. I'm waiting for it to go yeah. Amazon Prime, and now that I finally caught up with it, it's one of those you know, damn it! I wish I would have seen this the moment that it was available. I to can me. appreciate why you like it. I really yeah. can. It's not my kind of movie. Yeah, no, I it's g- fantastically written. But it's really well done. That, how do you feel? Because I mean, I think about like the awkward turn in comedy around mm. like the office and, and yeah, that no. stuff that mm-hmm. that turned you off mm-hmm. when yeah. The, yeah i remember a lot of friends who you know i love a lot of comedy a lot of different kinds of comedy but i have a lot of friends who love comedy but do not like that awkward turn yeah that comedy, awkward turn it took what a, where it becomes about embarrassment yeah where suddenly it's and, about that yeah. like ooh, no yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like it's well produced it's yeah. well directed yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just not my cup of tea yeah I so it. i can appreciate everything that y'all are saying about it and I and I cannot even recognize like it has a great soundtrack mm-hmm. that it heightens the anxiety. Like I recognized all it's that also watching it. Talented young players. Yes. You and can the acting see was the great. talent there. Yeah. yeah. The mom well, and dad you've seen in a million other things. I was just going to say Polly Draper, um, Fred Melamed. Amazing. I, and he I I love him. Yes. I mean, he's in okay, the the filmmaker who I feel like and got to do it. Got to talk about Woody <laughs> Allen, okay? It's hard not... I see this film and I think, okay, Emma Seligman, you've been influenced by Woody Allen. And who who hasn't? Who, you know, I mean, like if you've watched comedy films of the 20th century, you've seen his influence in the later... You know, but, you know, Melamed was uh, regular in, in many uh, Allen films. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's also shown up in a number of Coen Brothers films. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's, yes. Just, he's just got a great, like, sort of... Uh, expressive face yeah. and and just perfect as the dad character. here is the goofball you know? yeah. yeah yeah polly yeah. draper he, very he good he was the comedic relief i wanted more of yeah. like from my personal standpoint yeah. i don't think he the movie needed more of him i just personally wanted more of him i was a little if that makes sense so i think i was i i i'm certainly i'm not turned off by awkward comedy the way that you are meredith so that isn't my hang-up <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, I accept it. Some but, people can't walk into a slasher movie if there's going to be oh, blood. There, you yeah. cannot walk into an anxiety That's comedy. Right. I That's get right. That's right. Okay. We learned that. a lot today. Yeah. I, well, and now I know. You know? Yeah. And it, Joe, you you say that you love this one. I love a lot of it. And I certainly love Senate. I, lo- I love what Seligman is doing. I'm not totally sold on the, um, the, the, the Max character here. You know, like... D- uh, I don't feel Max like is the the lover, the cheating husband. Oh, character. sugar yeah. daddy, yeah. Like he was gross to me. He was totally gross, and he was. But there was nothing even he slightly didn't have a charm to him. There was no. Yes, I didn't right. understand why anybody, wh- whether it be the the wife or uh, the Danielle, yeah. uh-huh. why either of them had any interest. And in then this when guy. he like lets her go, I-, I felt like it was a letdown a little bit. Yeah, like I don't care. That's great. I don't know. When he says, Danielle, we shouldn't yeah. see each other anymore? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so, that's him at the beginning phases of trying to save his marriage, which he knows is about to crumble because yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, all the players are in the room together. Yeah. I don't know. It was, so so that marred it a little bit, but the, the comedy element of it and the like, oh, we're all here and this kind of like, you know, bumbling around and trying to find the phone. It's like, that stuff I could appreciate and I really enjoyed. I do think it was going so heavy on the building of the tension that it could have 
pulled back a little bit because it mm-hmm. felt it's like what 80 minutes is it it's, yes yeah. thankfully it's it's not a long film but it feels like <laughs> it ratchets the entire that, time that sounded meaner no, than no, i no. meant it. you couldn't i wouldn't want yeah imagine but this going for watch, two and a half oh hours my God. you couldn't watch two and a half hours of it oh you'd my be God. you'd be stretched so tight by the oh, end yeah. of it you'd snap yeah. oh yeah. yeah rachel senate is 27 yeah they're young I got. A, I think I've got a movie crush on her, <laughs> oh. and I don't know if it's appropriate. Well, she's, is that age appropriate? Because sure. I will say I don't have it anymore. You can and, have and like a, she's a charismatic performer. Crush. She definitely is. Yeah, I cannot wait to see. I believe you said star turn, uh, star making turn in in bottoms for her and her co star. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they both do next. I hope they are on the ascendant. Well, after I watch the bear, uh, she'll I was be particularly... in the next Marvel. You know, I mean, like they're gonna <laughs> tap these young up and comers. And I believe that she is worth watching. Yeah, I think she's a great actress. Yeah, um, she was great. Even though I didn't like her in in Shiva Baby, I appreciated her. It wasn't her work. because she was doing a poor version. Yeah, of no, what, yeah. I think I think she believed it. I think it was very believable. I think there's something about her on screen that you want to watch. Yeah. She's got like a, a, a dangerous quality, yeah. which comes, I think, in Bottoms, even, although it, the self, uh, you know, destructive stuff in, in Shiva Baby, it kind of comes through. And in. you know what's interesting? Both movies deal with lying. Yeah. Like quite a bit. Yeah. I realized that as you guys were introing the sure. movie. Yeah, Absolutely. you're right. Because her little, well, her and Max, Max, I guess, could have been supported by a different actor. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would have responded to a different actor in yeah. that role. He's handsome enough, I suppose, but... Yeah, it's not even that he's, like, physically unattractive. It's just there's nothing appealing about the guy. I don't understand what... I don't know. He seems smarmy out the well, game. Well, know why there, she's with him, because he is a revenue stream. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. No, I mean... But the wife is presented as the most <laughs> gorgeous woman I've ever seen. So you're like, why is this douchebag cheating on her when yeah. she's so great? Well, not even that, but like, what? yeah, no, why would she... Me? Is that like female? Well, yes, no, that's... I'm thinking that, but I'm also thinking, why would she even end up with a guy like this? He yeah. seems like unmotivated, kind of like... Yeah. Only motivated to have a second apartment where he can have. I just don't understand. I don't know. He he just never came. And what across. did he do? He worked with the dad for a little because he that's yeah. that's how the dad knew him, right? And right. Like, what was the dad's business? He had samples in the car at the beginning. I can't I remember. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. He he worked in some. Uh, was it furniture or something or upholstery? I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Are you looking it up to help? I'm us? trying. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a yeah, small detail. That is a small, small film. detail. It was. Um, I don't know. I'm with you. I didn't. I didn't see the appeal of yeah. or what's his name. But but I don't know. But it but it's it's fun to see these actors bouncing off each other. And who oh, the 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 older female actress who Who's was in, in everything? Uh, well, most recently, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Right. Oh, she's fantastic. And yes. it, as one of the like constantly cynical women, like it, Statler and Waldorf in the corner, oh, yeah. commenting on oh, everything yeah. throughout the film. Jackie Hoffman. There you go. Jackie Thank Hoffman you. is She amazing. was recently, I saw her. Uh, She's in another les. Sorry, I totally. Re- go. No, go, go, go. I was just going to say, I'll give you the minute long review of you're definitely not coming to my bat mitzvah or you're oh, so. Please, uh, please, please. Sandler film. Yeah, she appears in this as well. Oh, okay. You were going to say? I was going to say she's in another great lesbian film called Kissing Jessica Stein. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah. She's in that? Yeah. She plays her best friend. Oh, um, it was eons ago, but 
Um, she's in that one. Where are you landing, David? I don't I know where Meredith so landed. I, think, I like it a lot. I think strong first effort. I think I had I seen this film and Bottoms didn't exist. Had I seen this film when it was first out, like as a feature mm-hmm. showing during the pandemic, and I was, I think I would have been like, wow, this is impressive. Some young young actor, young director getting together, doing this kind of very claustrophobic, intense kind of uh, ensemble piece. What a statement to make out of the gate. I wonder what the next film will be. I hope she doesn't double down on the claustrophobia. <laughs> that would be where I fall on this film. And then ecstatic joy that Bottoms is what the second film ended up being and thinking, yes. okay, it's cool to see. And I can't wait. I feel like she's going to make a musical. I, oh, I feel like there, fun. I feel like there's a musical in her future. Um, and, and she mentioned as much in the, uh, the, interview questions at the oh, Alamo there. I think she did allude to that I she wanted yeah. to do a, a, a musical, yeah. So, well, but ultimately you felt like this one was just too intense, too yeah. anxiety-ridden. Yeah. This isn't going to be your recommendation for somebody no. sitting down to enjoy themselves on uh-uh. it. And how yeah. many beer and movie listeners are like, that sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> some Different of them, strokes. Some of them. Different I strokes. mean, yeah. If you want to see great acting, it's, okay. it's great acting, but yeah. I just... The the storyline also does not appeal to me. Yeah. I will say that. Understood. I was like, I mean, she's bi, but, you know, and I love, again, that it's not a thing. Yeah. That it's not like, oh, is she bi? Oh, is she with Claire? Oh, is she, you know, all they said was, don't do anything bad. with Claire. I felt bad about that relationship because I felt like it was so toxic. Yes. And yet had potential to be something yes. else. I liked the moment that they had in the alley. Yes. It was the only thing that felt real. I agree. It 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 was where I fe- well it was where I felt like I saw some shred of humanity in, in Danielle. Her. Yeah, yes. yeah. I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I think that uh, the anxiety was real for her, yeah. and we were watching it, especially when we meet the parents, the mother who cares from her friends. Oh, she looks like she hasn't eaten in forever, and then the mother has to come over and yeah. give her shit about how you look like Gwyneth Paltrow. I can't remember what the line was, and not but, in a good way. So yeah, yeah. something yeah. like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. anorexic, but yeah. something, you know, and. So, uh, eat food, eat food, eat food. Um, and if, if that's the way you were raised, and yeah. it, it's, it tends to be in movies that nebbish Jewish stereotype, and it's played here. I, 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 I'm not Jewish, so I don't know how what those stereotypes are based on exactly. But. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this this is a very Jewish film. I will, you know, sure. in terms of what what it's depicting, and. Uh, I believe that uh, for a Jewish audience, that that may have some value, although it is so tense and and anxiety ridden. And if their lives are already like this at Shiva's, then maybe they don't want to be reminded of it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we we should have had a Jewish third uh, here to, yeah. today to uh, weigh in. But sorry to uh, disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was not disappointed. Listen to me, and I'm going to tell you that this beer did it's not, not disappoint either. No. This beer didn't disappoint, and the best thing that I've learned, but in it this- was a big step up. Right. In terms of sourness. If I yes. tasted another grisette, I would imagine that it's lower on the sour, lower on the ABV on purpose because I'm mining and I've got heavy machinery and yeah. tools and yeah. I'm not going to, you know, poke my eye out or my put a pick through my foot. Mm-hmm. This one, though, much more bold with the flavor and the sour. Yes. Yeah. This one will make you like pucker up. Yes. Especially after you've just had that easier. Yes. The easy going drink. drink. Yeah. And you, you switch to this. It is a pronounced step up in terms of how tart it is. And that said, once I got acclimated to it, right. 
I'm enjoying it. I Very mean, it's, nice. it's it's definitely one that I'm taking smaller sips of than mm-hmm. I was with the Grisette. Um, but it's heavier, so that's probably a good thing. So I'm, you know, two for two with uh, Garden Path. Today. No failure for me this episode. Zero. No, no failure for me. <laughs> no failure, but one, one, no, we're one, en- <laughs> one enthusiastic you must see, mm-hmm. and one if you're interested in the development of this filmmaker and seeing what she That's did right. before, you should check it out. I would definitely check out her musical. Yeah, yeah, and and anything. I think I think it'll be fun to see what comes out of these performers in the years. All 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 of them involved. I think a lot of talent in these projects. Well, the best part is that we don't end the conversation here. In fact, no, it goes on and continues on so many different platforms. Um, you can find us, of course, on Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can go to our website, beerinamoviepodcast.com uh, for some nice curated list of episodes, as well as links to a T Public store where you can find various forms of merch. And you can join our chat on Discord under the name Beer in a Movie. The conversation continues if you just uh, ask for an invite. We'll be happy to do that. We've also mentioned that we're going to extend this conversation ourselves in our Patreon subscriber-only After Hours bonus episode. Please sign up at patreon.com slash beer in a movie podcast. Also, we know you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, but before you leave, won't you please rate us and leave a review? We hope you'll make it five stars so that the algorithm can do what it do and put us out there as an option for more listeners. You've just experienced another sophomore uh, success of an episode. Uh, Until next time. Can the ugly and talented gays please report to the principal's office? (laughs) 